I started a beauty question and answer column in my school newspaper where I would answer everything from the best local place to get your hair cut to, you know, I had football players writing me and saying, why am I getting acne under my helmet and how do I treat it? Hello and welcome to The Daily Helping with Dr. Richard Schuster. Food for the brain, knowledge from the experts, tools to win at life. I'm your host, Dr. Richard. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, and whatever you do, this is the show that is going to help you become the best version of yourself. Each episode, you will hear from some of the most amazing, talented, and successful people on the planet who followed their passions and strive to help others. Join our movement to get a million people each day to commit acts of kindness for others. Together, we're going to make the world a better place. Are you ready? Because it's time for your daily helping. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Daily Helping Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Richard. We have a really interesting guest today that I think you're going to enjoy. Alexis Farah is a beauty editor and on-camera expert with over 10 years of experience in her field. Her passion for writing and product led her to Women's Health Magazine, where she served as the associate beauty editor. From there... She started her social media boot camp at Attention, a social media public relations and marketing firm, and then entered the world of online journalism at dailyglow.com as a senior beauty editor. Alexis combined her expertise in social media, video, and writing, as well as editing in the health and beauty categories as a senior beauty editor at everydayhealth.com, where she brought celebrity interviews to life through on-camera conversations with Connie Britton, Kelly Ripa, Adriana Lima, and others. She's appeared on The Dr. Oz Show and has partnered with brands the likes of Nexus, CVS, Open Sky, and Dr. Jart for beauty campaigns and launches. Her work has also been featured in FabFitFun.com, DailyBurn, Yahoo.com, and Self.com. Alexa has made it a mission to give back in her daily life and believes that random acts of kindness can come in all forms of small gestures or larger efforts that come with donating time and or financial support. Her particular work has focused in the homeless and low-income community, animal welfare, and helping support medically fragile children and foster and adoptive care. Alexa, I'm so excited for this interview. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So you have such an interesting background because as I read in your bio, you did all this cool stuff. You've been on the Dr. Oz show. You were heavily involved in the media. And then some things changed for you. But I want to start with how you got into the media and and what you were doing specifically. And then we'll kind of shift gears and talk about those changes you went through. Great. So I'm actually going to take you a little bit back to the beginning. I sort of jokingly refer to myself as a beauty junkie since birth. You know, I was applying my mother's lipstick before I could walk or talk. So, you know, I had a real product for passion from early on. I was in college. I earned money by being a mark representative selling beauty products like an Avon lady. And I started a beauty question and answer column in my school newspaper where I would answer everything from the best local place to get your hair cut to, you know, I had football players writing me and saying, why am I getting acne under my helmet and how do I treat it? And that was really my introduction into the world of beauty editorial 
course, I was lucky to have internships at Cosmo Magazine and um, Lucky Magazine, which also helped get me excited about editorial. And I landed my first job at a college at Women's Health Magazine in the beauty department. It was, to your point, such an incredible experience. It was really glamorous and fun, but I was really able to do something that I was passionate about and write for the magazine and um, really get some print experience under my belt. So that was wonderful. And then I went from there to a social media PR and marketing firm and worked on social media strategy for beauty clients. Um, If you can imagine, this was sort of before the boom of Instagram and Snapchat. So it was a little bit of a different landscape then, but it really gave me a social media boot camp that, as I'm sure you know, is so important today to incorporate into brand growth. So I went from there to my first online editorial experience at a site called dailyglow.com, where I learned not just about writing, but about the real back end of what makes an online article come to life. So that's coding, that's production work. Um, I did a lot of social media there also and started filming videos. So that's where I really did quite a bit of on-camera work, um, interviewing celebrities and doing on-camera um you know, product reviews or sort of how to take a great picture or how to find the right hat for your frame, um, all sorts of videos like that. And that site actually morphed into Everyday Health Beauty, where I oversaw the beauty department and really was trained in so many different areas. As I said, social media, um, you know, I was on TV, as you mentioned, Dr. Oz, Pix11, um, and a couple other local stations. I was able to interview Kelly Ripa there and Adriana Lima and Connie Britton. As you can imagine, it was just such an incredible experience. And I'm grateful for my time there. Um, we covered a lot of skin concerns. So everything from eczema to um, acne and psoriasis. And that's when I really did a complete 180, which you referenced earlier, packed my bags and moved to Los Angeles, where I started a freelance career. Um, I write lifestyle content for various websites, magazines, and decided to start my own business venture. So that is um, what I'm doing you know, currently, uh, I launched a website called randomactsoflipstick.com. And it is the perfect marriage of my two passions, which is beauty and philanthropy. And it was, you know, we named it randomactsoflipstick.com because it was the perfect name for a site that's bottom line was to encourage random acts of kindness through tangible beauty experiences. You are definitely speaking my language in terms of the acts of kindness. Obviously, that's how we connected with each other. But And I want to get back to random acts of lipstick. My question is, I'm curious about the shift because it sounds like, on paper anyhow, you had like you had your dream job, essentially. So I'm curious, what were the things that popped up for you that made you want to make that massive cross-coast shift? And then secondly, what were the reactions of the people closest to you when you announced you were doing that? Uh, Very surprised. Um, I don't think anybody thought I was 
going to do that. As you said, I was very comfortable here in New York, which I'll, I'll explain that further, but I went from LA back to New York recently. So, um, everybody was very surprised. It wasn't such a stretch because my brother is there. I have a cousin there. I have a wonderful beauty community out there. So it wasn't a totally random and strange location to end up in. But I had always felt this pull towards community service. Um, You know, I really struggled with wanting to make it more a full-time thing. And when I went to LA, the community out there so encourages entrepreneurs and um, freelancers and consultants that I knew it was the right place for me to build my own brand and finally make this you know, give back a real part of my day-to-day life. So that is how that started. And, you know, I, the experiences I had and the wonderful in-office opportunities I had, um, you know, really trained me for being able to build my own business. And I'm so thankful for that. It's interesting. And I also find it curious, you spoke of this pull to help others, but it sounds like in the roles you were doing, that just wasn't really something you were going to be able to capitalize on. Actually, I mean, being able to write beauty the right way can make the difference in how somebody feels about themselves, in their confidence level, in um, you know, using the right skincare to maybe counter acne that makes somebody not feel good about themselves in a day to day life. So, I actually think there was a part of it that I felt was very much giving back to the community. Interesting. But again, to your point, the way that I incorporated um, that service was I was always involved in a nonprofit on the side and I always volunteered on the side in college. I volunteered at an animal shelter, walking dogs and feeding dogs and helping with adoptions. After college, I began volunteering at the Coalition for the Homeless, which I did until I left for Los Angeles in 2015 in their Grand Central Food Program, where we would take a van to the Bronx and distribute food. My day was Sunday um, out of the back of the van to serve the low-income and homeless communities in the Bronx dinner. The program runs each night, but my night was Sundays. And then, of course, one of the most important organizations that I was a part of is called New Alternatives for Children. And what they do is they provide support for birth, foster, and adoptive families for children with special needs in Manhattan and its boroughs. And the work they do is just so moving. I My mom was involved in it. She brought me in. She brought a lot of my friends in to volunteer. And ultimately, we started a junior board that is still going to this day. So, you know, when I moved to Los Angeles, I was involved. And um, I've always maintained some sort of philanthropy on the side of my day job until, you know, up until now and as I continue with the site. So it's always been a balance. It's not, hasn't been my main goal as of yet or my main role as of yet, but I've always made sure to, you know, be thankful for what I have and remember those who don't. I love that. I love that. And and for those of you listening in the New York area, we'll, we'll link to all these nonprofits that Alexis mentioned so that if you want to make it your daily helping to give to those, you can do that specifically. And I I do want to talk a little bit more about your 
West Coast adventure. But before I do, and we wrap up New York, I'm wondering if there were any specific stories that you recall, celebrities you might have interviewed that you felt were particularly powerful or moving that that helped you towards this goal? Uh, You know, you again mentioned it earlier. Um, Being on Dr. Oz is such a bucket list item. Um, It was such a great experience. And it reiterated to me, myself and I that there's nothing I can't do. Really being on, you know, national TV is a quite the, the gut check. And once you get over something like that, you're like, okay, I can do this. I can, it may have had something to do with me moving across the country and starting my own business. Um, you know, Kelly Ripa was also exactly as you imagine her. She was lovely and wonderful and kind. And I've always made it a mission in my own life to be good to everybody I come into contact because you never know when it's going to come around later in life, right? So she was just nice to everybody, me on camera, but, you know, everybody in the studio. And, um, you know, kind of a funny anecdote of that in my personal experience is that my intern at Women's Health Magazine, a girl named Christina, Uh, we worked together throughout the 10 years that I was in the beauty industry and currently, and she has since become my top editor in various um, freelance writing assignments and was the person who put us in touch. So you always want to be good to people and it it will always come around. You never know who you'll be working for one day. (laughs) That is awesome. And my my mentor, when I was first out of college and working in the corporate world had a very similar position. It is, you know, whether it's, you know, the receptionist or the janitor, no matter who it is, you, you treat them with kindness because exactly. you, you just never know. And, and I love that you shared that, you know, being on Dr. Oz really gave you the confidence that the belief in yourself that you could do anything. So I'll look forward to seeing you on American Ninja Warrior this season. Um, Thank you. How'd you know I was training? <laughs> since, you, <laughs> since you can do anything. But uh, exactly. in, in seriousness, so let's yes. talk Let's talk more about Random Acts of Lipstick and what it specifically does and how it helps people. Sure. So Random Acts of Lipstick, you know, I saw a hole in the market. I saw a place where I could curate content that really raises awareness about the brands that have these really cool community outreach programs or are donating a huge amount of their own proceeds to a nonprofit or are or have required volunteer work through um, you know a program that is meaningful to the brand. And I, I just wanted to be able to not only raise awareness about the products that are probably in people's makeup bags right now that have these programs, but also, you know, encourage people to support these brands because I wouldn't feature anything on the site that I didn't believe in or hadn't tried myself. And these are really effective products um, that are doing beautiful things in the world, pun intended. So it really started as covering individual products that had a, a, you know, a philanthropic message, but it has morphed into, um, we cover beauty influencers who have, you know, uh, campaigns running that they're helping their local community 
or even celebrities. Veronica Webb, Eva Longoria's makeup artist, and even John Paul DeJoria, they they have 150 organizations that they support. So I myself was surprised when I started doing research for the launch of this site. And I just thought it would be a really good, positive place for people to come to, see this content, get a healthy dose of goodness, you know what I mean? And um, and support those brands, which which is the bottom line. You read the content, but also we give people tangible steps for how they can participate and they can get involved. And it's not always just buying a product. It's, um, you know... It, Sometimes there are GoFundMe links. Sometimes it's you sign on to an app and do some sort of cool, innovative thing. I don't know if you've ever heard of the app called LB, but um, they have all sorts of ways you can just sign on to the app and do a quick program and you've you know completed your random act of kindness for the day. So we just want to raise awareness about these kinds of opportunities. And because the website has been growing knock on wood, we feel so grateful that people are interested in the content. We actually started an e-com section where we sell our signature random acts of lipstick tote. And a portion of the proceeds goes to new alternatives for children, which is the organization I had mentioned before. So it's, it's a little bit, um, twofold. And of course the third fold of that is that now we're starting to do events. So we have brought the message to life. Our first event was last December. We did a hair drive asking participants to donate 10 plus inches of hair. And we donated the ponytails to Locks of Love. And I'm not sure when this podcast will go live, but October 21st, we have our second event, which is called Puppies and Polish, where we have beauty treatments for humans alongside adoptable puppies. So we have some great um, things going on live and that's really what the site is all about. Our tagline is changing the world one lipstick at a time. Sorry about that. So, you know, the point is something as small as buying a lipstick can really make a big difference to the people who are, who are the recipients of whatever donations or campaigns are helping them. Hey guys, Dr. Richard here. For the past seven years, I've been privileged to bring you incredible guests who are changing the world and can help you become the best version of yourself. I'm really excited to share with you a new quiz that I created based on my clinical training that will curate for you a custom list of my top episodes and actionable strategies to help you wherever you are on your journey. All you need to do is go to drrichardschuster.com to take it and it's 100% free. You'll be taking the next step on the journey to unlocking the power of you. And I can't wait to see where you'll go. Alexis, what strikes me as interesting is that one, you know, there are products out there that can benefit people and, and we don't really know about it. And two, you mentioned Paul Mitchell has 150 organizations that they help out. These are things that the average person, you know, that granted, I don't know the first thing about the beauty industry. That's your bag, not mine. But uh, I suspect most people have no clue that these organizations are doing the things that they're doing or that there are products that one could buy that 
benefit mankind in the way that you're promoting, which is just wild. Absolutely. Would you like me to take you through some of the ones that uh, are the most meaningful to me? Absolutely. Okay. Well, just to your point earlier, yes, uh, John Paul Mitchell, incredible things, 150 charities. And as a matter of fact, they just came out with a movie called Good Fortune, highlighting a lot of those good works. So that's something certainly to look into. And that's how we got the opportunity to chat with him on Random Acts of Lipstick. But um, aside from that, there is a beauty store called Credo. They, uh, you know, are like the whole foods of the beauty industry where they curate safe and healthy cosmetics in their online boutique and their existing stores. And um, they donate 1% of every purchase to Lipstick Angels. So that's a huge commitment to an organization that does beauty treatments for cancer patients to restore confidence and dignity while they're going through treatment. Um, Another one that has blown me away since I found out about them is uh, the Golden Door, which is a spa. They also have a product line. Um, they donate 100% of the proceeds from their skincare line to children's, ch- children's charities, which is so incredible. And they have such a good line. My favorite from their line is their tinted lip balm. So I'm using them myself. Um, from the beginning, we've really worked a lot with a beauty line called Thrive Cosmetics. And cosmetics is spelled C-A-U-S-E, fittingly. Um, They have a one-for-one model. So for every product that you purchase, um, they'll donate the the same product to a woman going through cancer treatment or domestic violence. Um, So that is such a beautiful message. Um, They... They are famous for their, they have highlighters that are really great. They have lashes that they um, are really conscious of using gentle ingredients um, and many great products. And then um, another brand called Floor, P-H-L-U-R, is a new high-end fragrance company They really do a lot to make sure their practices are eco-friendly and in, you know, sort of partnership, not in partnership to, uh, you know, support their efforts. They are recognized by 1% of the planet because they donate more than 1% of their annual net revenue to environmental organizations worldwide. So, of course, the beauty of this is that a lot of the partnerships are because there's a, a personal or meaningful message to the brand. And um, I think that resonates with a lot of people using the products. Um, everybody has a personal story of, you know, knows somebody suffering or has felt strongly about a cause. So there are so many ways to you know, to get involved, give give back, buy a lipstick. Um, Some of the influencers who we've covered, you know, Bren Gomez, for example, from Beauty Pinata is sending care packages to strangers in need. And we talked about how to support her efforts. Um, Eva Longoria's makeup artist, Alan, is working with an organization called the Beauty Bus Foundation, who also 
has beauty pop-ups or will go to hospitals to do beauty and spa services for chronically and terminally, terminally ill patients. So we talk about how to support their efforts. So it is the product lines that are that have these projects, but also, you know, the influencers who are out there in the world, you know, boots on the ground for these causes. And really, you know, it's so important to raise awareness about what they're doing too. So I feel very lucky that we've gotten to work with all of the brands that we work with and will continue to work with. I think that's fantastic. Really fantastic. And thank you for sharing those. Again, uh, every single thing that you listed there, we will have in our show notes so people can directly obtain those products that are helping so many people. Thank you. I am curious, and I ask you this because of your background in social media marketing, how has, in your perception of things over time and with, you mentioned Snapchat and Instagram and these kind of newer wave social media products, how has that changed what you're able to do? I am so glad that you asked that because if you had asked me what helped boost my business the most, I would have said social media. It is such an incredible resource for connecting to like-minded people, to getting people on our site and who want to somehow donate to our gift bag or support the cause. And, you know, I've found that through Facebook, especially through Twitter, um, Snapchat feels more like a fun playground for me to talk to the camera and try. try on fun filters. But um, Instagram has been a way for me to visually continue our message. So a lot of the time we post about campaigns that are running um, with a hashtag where, you know, Knight did a program where Knipe is a beauty brand where if you post a selfie using their hashtag, they would donate a portion of the proceeds. There are so many social media campaigns running that help buffer this give back message. Um, And on our Instagram page, it's really important for us to, yes, promote those messages and also just let you come by our Instagram page for a breath of fresh air and some positive energy. And we like to put uh, feel-good quotes up there about kindness and, um, you know, to remember to do unto others. Um, and we've gotten a great response from that. So I think the social media channels are one, such a good way to continue your message. Um, everybody loves a good hashtag inspo. But also I found it so helpful in connecting to the right people who really, I mean, you start to get into this world and find that everybody wants to help. But in some cases, people can't find the right outlets to put their energy. So, you know, I'll start putting feelers out and be like, oh my gosh, would love to help. It's really been heartwarming, the response. And um, I think it's a huge part of where the discussion is. Yes, with millennials, but with everybody in this day and age. So that's where the audience is. And it's interesting. Of of course, millennials are well known for their embracing of social media, but it is something that everybody's using and, and it has changed the business landscape in a lot of ways. I wanted to, to ask you, you, you made reference to going way, way back to 
your your days writing that newsletter about football players asking you <laughs> for yeah. for skincare. Any anything on your site that is specific for men or something that men could could get from that experience? You know, we don't have anything for men specifically as of yet, although I plan to do gift guides. You know, a lot of what we do is roundups of beauty products that give back for the holidays or Mother's Day or Valentine's Day. And I have made it, uh, you know, a priority and on my to-do list certainly to do more Father's Day or more guy geared gifts for Valentine's day. So there will be more of that kind of content coming. Outstanding. Uh, Alexis, I want to jump back to something. You mentioned that even though when you were in New York, it wasn't really part of your job, but the philanthropy piece was always there for you. You volunteered at a number of different organizations. Talk to us about why that matters so much. Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I have to give full credit to my parents. They they instilled this message of feeling lucky for what you have, feeling fortunate for what you have and remembering those less fortunate since we were children. You know, it was it was like brush your teeth, eat your lunch, be nice to people. Um and they taught us that, but they also, you know, they lived it. My parents are constantly doing what they can to lift others up. Um, and really, yes, practicing random acts of kindness, but I have to give them full credit. They're really making impact an impact in people's lives. And my brother and I watched that growing up and they, you know, it was just so important, I think, for us to have perspective and they, you know, are just superheroes. I swear to God, they put on capes at night and they're just doing things that I could tell you about in a whole other podcast, but it brings me to the point that I think we should be teaching our kids early on, you know, they're blank canvases and it's our responsibility to paint kindness and compassion on them from an early age. And not just so that they can practice themselves, but so that they can lead by example for others. I think, you know, it sounds so cliche to say, but kids are the future. And I never for a second forgot the really important random acts of kindness that people did for me. And those small gestures, again, have such a big impact. And who doesn't need some good positive energy in their life? So I I just think it was so important that my parents insisted we consider the community. And I'm thankful that they did. Alexis, this is awesome. Everything that you shared is awesome. And again, synergistically, so much in line with and what we're doing here with this show. So very much a, a peanut butter to our chocolate in that regard. And, and I'm so grateful that you're able to come on today. As you know, I like to wrap up with a question that I ask all my guests, and that is, what is your biggest helping, the single most important piece of information you'd like somebody to walk away with after listening to our episode today? Absolutely. You know, I've heard it on your podcast before, but I am happy to reiterate the message that it is so important to find a cause that you feel passionate about because that's what will get you excited about doing it and probably help you commit to the program long term. So whether it's, you know, you're interested in animal welfare, you can volunteer at the local shelter or you know, the environment, um, there's always parks that need to be cleaned up. And I think a lot of people are intimidated by how do they start even finding 
the, uh, you know, the organizations that are a fit with them. And what I would say to people is that uh, back to social media, thank goodness for it, because there are so many nonprofits now that really let you customize a volunteer opportunity or a donation opportunity or a way that you can get your whole company to do a day of volunteer work. Um, one of the ones in New York that I've worked with is called New, uh, New York Cares. And it's, you know, I jokingly say it's like online dating because you sort of have a series of questions and drop down menus to tailor your experience. And once you choose the project that fits with you, then you see times that, um, you know, those projects are available and you can just sign up. It's very easy. Um, Another one is called Golden. It's an app and it shows you volunteer opportunities in your area. So I encourage you to just get on Google and see what kind of larger nonprofits offer customized experiences because there is something for everybody. There's something that moves you. There's something that will give you the chills really. And I can't you know, stress enough that if we all do our part to make the world a better place, Gosh, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be wonderful? You know. Amen. I love it. I love it. And that is so outstanding. Alexis, tell us where people can find you. Thank you so much, Doctor Richard. They can find me on randomactsoflipstick.com. That's the website, and across all social media channels, I am at Acts of Lipstick. So A C T S of Lipstick. L I P S T I C K. And again, for those of you behind the wheel. We will have everything Alexis referenced from apps to products to her contact info in our show notes for this episode at thedailyhelping.com and in the Daily Helping app. Fantastic. Well, Alexis, thank you so much for being on today. It was awesome. Thank you for having me. This was great. And thanks to each and every one of you who listened today. If you like what you heard, go subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave us a five-star review because this is what helps other people find the podcast. But most importantly, go out there today and do something nice for somebody else. You've got a lot of different ways and opportunities you learned how to do that today. But do something for someone, especially if you don't know them. Post it on your feeds using the hashtag MyDailyHelping because the happiest people are those that help others. 